0: the recording down.
1: now. Well, he'll have to come late because otherwise we won't get the full uh, conversation. Okay. He can always listen back. That's he true. He seems like a pub- podcast listener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he yeah. seems like my demographic. Right. <laughs> so, right. So, oh, Getting Better Acquainted is a conversation podcast where I get pe- better acquainted with the people I know, from my closest friends and family to somebody that I might have once met at a party. We're doing some five uh, live versions of the show. Here at the Fringe, you know, they'll be a bit shorter than the normal sh- than the show normally is. Uh, so there's lots of things that getting better acquainted is. It's it's a way of me getting better at listening to people. That's a handy skill to develop, uh, and it's also a kind of uh, an oral history project or an autobiography through conversation. So it's a lot of different things, and hopefully you'll enjoy it. Right. So and this is its theme tune. I want to get better. Please make me better, I want to get better, better, better acquainted with you. So today we're getting better acquainted with Cella Quint. Uh, Hello Cella.
0: Hello.
1: Uh, Yes, so the first question that I ask everybody uh, is how do you know me?
0: Um, I know you because um, I was discovered by you <laughs> at a gig um, in July. Yeah. It was, um, I'd been up at the Fringe doing spots and other people's shows a couple of years running. And so I'd kind of heard of your show and always thought it was really cool that people got to be on it. Cool. And then, That's like. That's really cool for me. No, it's, it's, it's great though, because, like, you know, it seemed like such a cool show. And I knew about this getting spots in other people's shows thing, and I wanted to do more of it. So yeah. I was like, oh, "This is exciting! I wonder how it happens. I don't know." And then um, people started asking me, which was nice. So now I understand how it works. Um, and when you saw me at um, the the outer space show, that's right, um, where I was representing Pluto in the outer planets, that's right. Um, at the interval, you said, "Hey, Tyler, we should have you come up." And I'm Dave, and I was like, oh, "And like stand-up tragedy, and, get, and I was like." oh wow and um that was like a really short version of what actually happened um and what actually happened was in normal volume and pitch voices and in real time but
1: yeah more fun (laughs) more more, yeah a lot more me fumbling around for business cards and feeling sort of humiliated by the act of giving a business card to somebody don't be sweet. there was was a lot more of that if
0: i was in london i was expecting that kind of behavior sure i live in sheffield where it's way more suave people just say i'll meet you at the that isn't there anymore so yeah,
1: that means now people are, people who come to London are thinking of me as like a, a person from London <laughs> okay, uh, okay. whereas I used to I didn't used to be in London so I've where gone I've, st- I've stepped over the line where are you um, from? well I've I'm lived all over the last place I was before London was Lancaster where I went to university oh, wow. but I've lived all a lot, lot in Wales and a lot of in the, the Midlands and and Norfolk I was Your born that sounds yeah. amazing
0: though.
1: People keep saying this to me, and I, I, I've never been never been praised for my accent before, uh, but a few years, for the last few years, people keep saying they like my accent. Uh, so Americans actually keep saying that they like well, my accent. Maybe it. that's Perhaps it.
0: Perhaps you've reached that that Hugh Grant sort of <laughs> Grant equilibrium of like, yeah, you well, know, stuttering, That would be a financially beneficial place to it reach. It really would. Yeah. Apparently Daniel Radcliffe's going to be in some Hugh Grant film, according to the Metro this morning, which I hastily read on the train just in case anything important Topical came up. Yeah, yeah. it actually has. So, you know, look out for that. You could you could get involved. And <laughs> make your millions.
1: Yeah, well, why, why, why not? Uh, some, <laughs> I've got to try try some way of making money. Uh, but uh, that said, I'm, I'm very committed to free, uh, which is why I'm on the Free Fringe and release a free podcast. Oh, really? But yeah, uh, money is also good.
0: <laughs> um,
1: but yes, uh, the second question that I ask everybody mm-hmm. is what do you do now?
0: What do I do now? Hmm. Um... I, well, we only met a month ago, Yeah. so since then I've really come on in leaps and bounds. <laughs> I'm doing the exact same thing. I am developing an outer space comedy and spoken word show um, called It's Not You, I Just Need Space, Interplanetary Letters of Love and Rejection, <laughs> which is, um, uh, if you like that pun, you'll love the rest of it, <laughs> this, the fanzine that it's based on. Um, it's a fanzine all about space that I've been performing from for a while now and developing more space letters between different planets and other uh, celestial entities as more space news occurs because it's based on the news from space. Um, Also, um, I get it peer reviewed by um, astronomers and astrophysicists (laughs) to make sure it's accurate.
1: Which is brilliant.
0: It's super fun and it meant that I could apply for a grant to the Institute of Physics um, (laughs) and include it in part of my science communication comedy portfolio. Um, So I've been given a grant to turn it into a full show Um, in october in sheffield so it'll be on the 20th of october um as part of the off the shelf festival in sheffield wow and you can join the outer space fan club at the show so you can um you can follow the hashtag i just need space um to find out more
1: which is a a a delightful pun in itself and uh uh, yeah i mean i've that's i've all of the material i've seen really i think of yours has been from that from that sort of show or from the stuff you're working on for that show and i've really enjoyed it so i'm, really I'm very glad. excited about this show uh, so why space where where did that come into your life
0: okay i can well we're in space right now we
1: are indeed we're always really in cool. space totally
0: blows my mind um, i also um i really uh, have a I, apparently it's a bad habit Of um, personifying inanimate objects (laughs) but like apparently this is something that three-year-olds do and then they stop (laughs) as I was told at the Banshee Labyrinth by a girl who came to see some other show and got chatting to me while I was trying to flyer her for the show I was in who said yeah I don't really like what you do It's sort of how three-year-olds think you know that magic realism stuff and that magical thinking you know like you know like objects don't really have feelings, you know that, right? And I was like, yeah, so do people.
1: <laughs> and then went away
0: and had a very long think about everything. Um, and I decided that I am happy that I haven't outgrown this and that, yeah. and that it's a good thing to consider the feelings of, um, for instance, the lonely chairs at CERN which is uh, a really great uh, Tumblr page, if you want to look it out, that a girl called Rebecca runs off her Instagram, where there are these random chairs placed around CERN, around (laughs) the labs and the tunnels, uh, which serve no purpose other than that someone once used one there, and then didn't remove it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I've started sort of personifying what they're doing. So like one was up uh, on the Instagram, either yesterday or today, and it's got a suitcase. It's got a rolling suitcase next to it. It's like, well, clearly that chair is not lonely. It's going on holiday. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so like, I I, I used to babysit some kids um, when I was at university, and they used to sprinkle hurt powder on their teddies and cuddly toys before they packed them in their suitcases before they went on holiday just in case they got hurt in transit. And I was like, yeah, I understand that. I can totally... I never did that to my toys. They were just Toys, you know, they only came to life when I was playing, obviously. Right. Um, but uh like you guys it's for real, it's okay. I didn't really think they were real, it's all right. well yeah it's but, okay. I mean, but um well, unless you guys do, I don't know. How do you feel about this? what the chairs and do do we personify objects, audience? We're we? now getting better acquainted yeah. with the audience, which yeah. I like. Yeah, yeah you're down yeah. with this? Yeah. Okay. Named quite a lot of objects. Oh, <laughs> that's lovely. Did you so like people name their cars in the US? So I'm from New York, so I don't yeah. really drive yeah. very well. People it's not do a that here yeah. well, yeah. round yeah, yeah. like the country where people have cars, yeah. they name them.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, my mate, my mate Owen in in one of the getting better acquainted conversations, we actually had it in his car, and he he calls her her Clio, um, and he thinks of her as a her. I think load everybody is the car a, a Cleo? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so.
0: <laughs> that's quite literal. Yeah, well, actually, no, maybe it's that's that's that's
1: how he says it. He goes Cleo, and then he goes no, 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 Chloe. So it's supposed to be Chloe, oh, which is better, oh, okay, right? Okay. But he he messed it up on on Mike, and then I've repeated his mistake. So we oh, go no. down in history as being. But the... Is it a Cleo? Uh, yeah, I think so. He's
0: it is. called his
1: Cleo Chloe. Yeah. Which That's is nice, fantastic. right? That's nice, and I think I think, really like I think that. everybody does that to a certain—well, not everybody. you never, never say everybody, but uh, a lot of people do that. I bet the person who criticised you for it probably does occasionally personify I hope so, things just
0: for her sake because yeah. it's fun. It's kind of—it's a it's right. So it's nice. It's
1: metaphor, right? Yeah. And simile, right? Those yeah. are those are quite interesting things, we things when to when use. use. They're great. Yeah. Uh, um,
0: I think in fact onomatopoeia is my favourite. Right, but right next to its personification.
1: Right, and I—you I, I, know—everybody loves that. And I've—I've I've certainly done. Um, me and my partner certainly personified the cuddly toys in the house at one point you know we were always uh, whenever either of us went out of the house we would arrange them all as if they'd been like doing uh, <laughs> activities uh, and it became like a challenge and we had to kind of like get more of a narrative in it because <laughs> like, we're both like writers and it was just like yeah it became really Do you, is there any like,
0: photographic evidence i wish of
1: we'd this? taken pictures of it oh. so much it was a little bit before the world started going that direction
0: right okay
1: um and yeah in
0: the
1: 1840s <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> yeah but you know what I mean it was it was less we less thought in those terms of like oh okay. let's let's tweet this right we were neither on, none no, of us were on enough, Twitter and, you know we weren't even I didn't I don't think we even have blogs at that point see
0: I got really into Instagram this year because I I'm always taking pictures of random stuff like right. um Constantly, I love taking pictures of random interesting things I see and now Instagram exists so I can show people my brain And that's really fun. Yeah, right. I use it wrong though It's like it's a locked account Um, And my mom is permanently logged into it in the US so that she can see because she doesn't understand how how Browsers work and how tabs work and she's afraid if she closes it. She'll never find it again Right, and she doesn't have Instagram Um, but uh, she's logged in so she can either, um, well, she can do three things that will utterly destroy me, I think, at this point. She can either comment on my behalf without realizing that she's speaking as me. Oh, yeah. She can um, go hashtag wild <laughs> <laughs> with, like, really inappropriate hashtags on various pictures. Or she can accidentally delete the whole account, um, and then none of it will exist. But right now, um, it, it, it ex- I, can, I can always retweet some of the pictures from it. It mostly consists of wind turbines pictures of wind turbines because I am very enthusiastic about them. I really like science topics. Yeah. And my so I love space. I love particle physics. Um and I'm really big into dinosaurs. Um so I wanna do like a, a di- oh wow, cheering for dinosaurs, awesome. I wanna oh, yeah. do um I, I research sex education um and I do science communication comedy. So I wanna do um a a sex education dinosaur puppet show. Wow called Don't Become Extinct. <laughs> that is
1: that's really good
0: so that's that's coming that's in the pipeline for like maybe year after next because yeah. I've only just started working on it I've got all the puppets they're all in a big puppet bag oh wow I've also got like plastic dinosaur toys yeah um, that are not puppets that I will have to work out like Adam and Joe show style how to manipulate um, so that they are puppet like
1: yeah because what you do on stage is very prop like related as yeah. well there's lots of like um conceptual ideas that kind of come visually as well as what you're well, saying in
0: the anti-slam that's definitely how it is um because Virgin does um loads of prop based rhyming couplets that are puns <laughs> right um but yeah i do a lot of puns um but even with are,
1: the letters that you read yeah like there's like, kind of like I concepts around them, it. yeah I will,
0: yeah oh, i brought some to show you yeah like, this is it you see i made no so this is going to be the very perfect medium for visual radio. audio yeah. But um, I'll post a picture if you can retweet it or share it. we will. Um, I will definitely. I've been, I really like mail art. So I've been making the letters as if different celestial bodies send them. So this is a postcard from the moon. But I used like grey sugar paper and black card. And I made the moon with, and the craters are um, two different sizes of white label stickers. And I like decided to like artfully cut them at different half, circle shapes so that they would look kind of ad hoc like craters and then it's like it's that picture of you know the earth in the distance yeah so I had to I used another one of those stickers um but then on the back it's just a regular postcard (laughs) I decided the stamp would have earth on it because that would be a cool thing on the moon that the moon might like to because the moon knows the earth so you know like it would it wouldn't be like the queen it would be the earth it would be like the (laughs) celebrity it has um I think I just called the queen a celebrity I'm very sorry um well, so that's, I think that's fair. I care. That's fair. Okay. Cool. So um, in the U.S., people are a lot more royalist because it's a real novelty. Um, and so I always forget that that's not the way it is. In
1: pockets of the U.K., people are very royalist. Don't really? Worry. Okay. It's just fair not, enough. not my household.
0: No, no, no. That's very cool. I, I am, I'm down with that. Um, but yeah, so then it's just a postcard. But like the address, it just says Earth.
1: Yeah, That's because good. I
0: thought about doing that thing that we all did when we were kids, like you know, like your your house number and then your street address, and then your neighborhood, your town, your city, country, continent, <laughs> earth, yeah. the solar system, the Milky yeah, Way, yeah, yeah. the universe. You know, so it was like,
1: it's
0: yeah. So so I really like um, designing the. Art for it because I like I, I like graphic design as well. Right, because
1: that that's something else that you do. So you do sort of comedy uh, mm-hmm. and science communication, mm-hmm. and you also do zines. Yeah, right?
0: yeah. So printing fanzines. I've been doing that for years now. I think I started as a teenager. Took a really long break when blogging happened because I thought that'd be cool, um, and then I didn't find it very cool actually. I really enjoyed having a piece of paper in my hand.
1: The physical stuff. Yeah. yeah. So
0: like here, this is uh oh more visual stuff. So this is my <laughs> zine.
1: So this is. Chella's zine uh, for the audience at home. It's called It's Not You, I Just Need Space, Interplanetary Letters of Love and Rejection. And it has yeah some nice pictures of some planets on the front and all your letters inside. Yeah. Um,
0: what I'd love to do is wow. like a Jolly Postman style one where the letters that's actually a good come reference,
1: out. why, that's a good one one of my favourite
0: <laughs> book series um, as, uh, I guess I think I was at university when they came out um, I'm
1: going to pass it around to our were, um, audience
0: oh thank you, um, were uh, the Griffin and Sabine series by Nick Bantock which really were um, a, a sort of a, a kind of a metaphysical pen pal relationship told through three books where two people who don't know each other suddenly start giving and receiving letters to each other on their on their doormats without um, sort of having sent them wow um and carry on writing to each other and it's it's just really cool the letters are really beautifully designed and um the postcards have really nice backs and the handwriting's really pretty and you can actually open the letters and read them so it's kind of like the jolly postman for grown-ups right but it's just beautiful it's so beautifully done
1: yeah i mean i really like um those kind of books that have you know handwriting bits or different kind of mm. things that kind of mess with the the way it's laid out so it's not all just te- text well you know text,
0: if you do yeah. a short run of zines you can, you can hand color each one hand stitch them put little library card pockets in the back and yeah. put little messages inside it's
1: very personally made mm. yeah. uh, and that's that's yeah and that's those i feel like those are things that we're slightly losing but i think people are kind of going back to them because we're losing them to a certain yeah. extent maybe we'll maybe we'll maintain them maybe they'll be the thing that we do keep uh, with with the way things are going because everything's gone so online and it's like with yeah. performance I think people are coming towards and I was saying this in a, in a recent getting better acquainted conversation that I mm-hmm. had but um, the performance is getting there's a lot of like live direct performances now because mm-hmm. everything else is so so big and distant you know
0: yeah I mean it's quite nice to do an intimate show right um, and it's saying that in front of an intimate audience yeah. it's quite nice to do an intimate nicely show. meta um, oh gosh it'll, it'll get really meta in a minute um, <laughs> The um, the the thing I like about uh, zines is the thing I like about small live shows, um, because it's it's. People think the internet is instant, but there's n- there's no, live human shared experience connection, and with a small crowd, there's there is. Yeah. And with a zine, when you physically hand it to someone, and it's just been in your hand, and it's still warm, or it's just come off the yeah. photocopier, or, yeah. you know like, somebody looks at it and there's, like, a moment of recognition, that's that's really lovely, and it's really nice to get that feedback right away.
1: Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I agree with all of that, that's lovely.
0: So, like, zines are, like, the free fringe of print, I guess, <laughs> and vice versa. <laughs> yeah. So I think anyone can make a zine, you know, if they're interested in, in writing or in design or in illustration, and nobody's sort of told them they've got, you know, a publishing deal or something, just make a zine, it's yeah.
1: great. Although, I mean, we... Uh, we start, my show, Stand Up Tragedy, we, um, in, in our London shows, we've been making zines for, for the last year. It's awesome. A, a zine to go with each show. And it's been really good. The, the zines have looked really nice, um, but it's still hard to get people to buy them.
0: Uh, well, or even trade them, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's if a you, good idea. If you either sell them for just the cost of printing or include them with the, the ticket, with entry. Like, loads of people I know who do comedy also do zines. Yeah. So, um, like... Uh, let's see well Juicy Long gives out a zine it's she does who else does I think well I, I will I will come back to you if I can remember who else did. I definitely saw a show of the French where somebody gave a zine out um mm, Conor O'Toole What's his name? He's lovely. And um, he so gave it a mini zine. Um, mini zines are great. Because yeah. you can make them out of one sheet of paper.
1: Right. That's a good idea. Um, I think we're you... at a little bit in the middle. But it's not big enough to impress people and it's not small enough to be like, uh, to go with things. So I th- maybe we'll, we'll try and go, yeah, go smaller or bigger. I well,
0: you would come to... Um, <laughs> The Sheffield Zine Fest next year, um, and um, bring them up and see if you can sell them on the communal table.
1: That's a good idea. We should probably you start could do a workshop. I that. mean,
0: we did um, some zine readings on the night um, and had some live art illustrations and stuff. Yeah. that's going to be a podcast as soon as I get some tips from you on how to upload a podcast. Oh,
1: okay. Well, um, I can. I, that's one of the few things I can do in the in life, so I'm, I'm happy to give you those <laughs> those tips. Yeah. Well, wait
0: a minute. You can do lots of stuff. Yes, yeah, sure. you can perform and you can play the ukulele. And you can produce two shows simultaneously at the Fringe.
1: Okay, um, yeah, you're. you're I'm right. trying to get better but acquainted
0: with you. You're doing good, and
1: yeah, sure. And, These are things know. I've
0: gathered in the short time we've known each other.
1: It's true. I can I can do I can do many things adequately. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> is this that you've got the Hugh Grant thing going on still? You maybe the def, the, the, self-deprecating. The self-deprecating okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, yeah, maybe, that is true. You can't
0: even admit to being well, self-deprecating. Yeah, I know. I, I could possibly be self-deprecating. I,
1: <laughs> I know. Oh, if
0: you insist, I perhaps maybe. <laughs>
1: well, this is something. Wow. I always, this Dave. is so, this is something about me. I, I think uh, I always think of myself, my self-image, and it's in in some ways it's very true. I always think of myself as a really open person, right? Who will talk about anything, and I will. But I talk about it in such a ridiculously stifled and. <laughs> Of deprecating way people don't know what I'm saying so it doesn't matter I'm bearing my, my soul to people but they just they, they, they don't oh, no. know what's going on well no I'm, but
0: like you have to be blunt with me because I'm from Brooklyn so if you're bearing your soul to me you need to say Tella I'm bearing my soul to you right now and then I well, will be I'm all yet, over but... that I will help you out I will go to the ends of the earth for you wow. but I will be completely oblivious unless you just really spell it out I get
1: you I mean uh, this is something I enjoy about all my American friends is their is directness and I always think that's funny because uh, a lot of uh, UK people have started referring saying to, saying to me many, many different people have said you're really American right meaning I talk about my feelings that's what they mean because huh. I don't think I present those feelings very Americanly not every
0: American talks about their feelings
1: well th- but... exactly that's the other thing There's a oh, real... wait, wait Wait, wait, wait. The person in the
0: audience who I know has an American partner is nodding, like, profusely. Yes, okay, so we all do? I think, in general, Americans are more open with their feelings all than right. British people. Okay, That's an interesting statement. That's an interesting, statement. That's an interesting <laughs> statement,
1: but I, 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 I used to think that. Um, but now I think that they are differently open about their feelings. I feel like they will tell, differently you, open. Yeah, they will tell you lots of things, but then uh, they will still have some real areas where you won't, they, won't, they won't let you touch quite Okay, often. you nailed it. You and, just nailed it. And, and, yeah, but someone from the right. UK, right? We won't tell anybody anything. Give us a few drinks down the pub. End of the night, we'll be telling everything yes. about ourselves. See,
0: I first met people at pubs when I first came here. Ah, so we seemed and,
1: really open. Yeah, Brilliant. and not
0: only that, I could never tell when people were drunk. I realized they <laughs> just all were. <laughs> so I just I'm not very good at telling when people are drunk or sober. And also, just thought people were really outgoing when I first came here.
1: Right, that's, at, yeah, that's, on an
0: evening in a pub,
1: it's definitely a, a, a kind of strange time to meet the UK yeah, populace yeah. Although you know, every time I'm making any of these generalizations, there's a little bit in my head going oh this no is totally this is still more reinforcing. you're just changing it but you're still a, it's still everything. a stereotype yeah,
0: yeah I mean I don't have a Brooklyn accent anymore so I'm totally knocking that one down for you
1: sure although that's the thing though. to to me you, 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 you know you, you, you might have one you sound American uh, yeah and but so that's to me I thing. sound English yeah right it's like to my who, whole
0: family I sound English yeah. they all think I like, talk British right. listen to her she's got a British accent I'm like no I really don't have talk Brit. listen to her talking to you talk to some more Listen to her! And I'm like, I'm really not talking to her. This is really just like standard broadcast American English. It's just, I've elocuted out my accent. I'm so sorry, how dare I. But it was just an accident, It just happened over time. I've kind of got a New Yorkshire accent now.
1: Yeah, that's nice.
0: Because I live in Sheffield. and I have adopted it as my, my new hometown.
1: Yeah, although that was the original York. You know, so I guess it's yeah, the, the original. It's, yeah. So
0: I've what have I reclaimed it? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Is, Where do we stand? I
1: don't know. Well, I, I mean, technically, that's a, that's a, my family's that's from going.
0: Europe, so like <laughs> and, um, in the Middle East, so I've repatriated myself. I'm just getting closer and closer. Yeah. Just a little bit of swimming. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So when you you were mentioning earlier on, like wind turbines, what what is oh, the, the interest okay, to you about okay. wind turbines?
0: I posted on Facebook
1: yeah, um, after I saw that, my journey. Yeah,
0: this was like. Never before have I posted anything on Facebook that like immediately got like 50 likes and 30 <laughs> comments and people like posting more images and video footage and links and things and arguments and stuff. On the way home from Edinburgh the last time, because I was up at the first half of the Fringe and now I've come back again, um, on the way home a okay, couple weeks ago I was just so taken with all of the wind turbines I saw on the, um, the Edinburgh to Manchester route, because that was the sort of cheaper way to get a train home. Um, I was just, I was so, so taken with them that I had to share my joy with everyone. <laughs> I, I took video footage, I, I took pictures, um, and I, I love the way wind turbines sort of majestically appear over hills in, in, in the north. Yeah. So if I, like, we took a train to Cleethorpes weeks ago, and I, they just sort of appeared, or like, you know, going up the A1 um, from London they just kind of t- just just rise up and yeah. i just think they're beautiful and they spin at such um interesting sort of non-specific rates to each other i'm sort of i'm just twiddling my fingers yeah. in the air now like sort of they they don't even syncopate they're just completely random and i just find it really really calming and beautiful and lovely like they're like they're a, like a herd of animals or something <laughs> and and it's, it's really, really pretty to me. And I posted a little film I made, which I'll have to send you the link to I wish yeah, I could I show everybody the little film, but it won't make any <laughs> sense on the recording. Um, but it's just slowed down wind turbines turning in one direction while traffic goes in the other direction. And the train that I'm on is going in the same direction as the traffic, but much, much faster. And the whole thing's slowed down. And I've played the tints myself because I've just learned how to edit video. Cool. And it's just really slowed down and just so calm and like I tried to get across people how I feel when I see wind turbines which is just incredibly enthusiastic and lovely and happy and jolly and delighted with everything in the world and that's also how I feel about space and that's also how I feel about dinosaurs and, um so and particle physics um and so and, and probably my cuddly toys when I was a kid so you know like all the lovely things that I'm enthusiastic about I want to share with other people but I think it's really hard sometimes because I genuinely really, really do feel that enthusiastic about all of that stuff pretty much all the time. And it's it's um, hard to be taken seriously when I try and explain right. it to people because... Cause... Yeah. I really, really do. Like, yeah. I really love wind turbines. Like, well, genuinely. Do
1: you know, I think people are a little bit... And certainly, maybe it's a UK thing, but I also think that... I, I, I love enthusiasm. I, it's, it's exciting and it's infectious, and that's definitely one experience that people can have when they experience it. But the other thing that I think people feel about... Uh, enthusiasm, and anything kind of genuine is a little mm. bit like, ooh, that's a genuine emotion. I want to step back a little bit from that. But
0: isn't it strange? So you, it's
1: kind of strange but yeah. people
0: see genuine emotion on telly all the time. It's just that it's all the negative ones. Yes, You, that's you know, true. like reality television is like... Um, I want to say chagrin but um, my wife and I have this joke where I can't say that word correctly I just pronounce it overly Frenchly and it never ends so like I'm obliged to say chagrin right. because I think I say it wrong when I say chagrin I think that's wrong but I think chagrin is probably wrong too I know, yeah. it's, I know there's a way there's a middle ground
1: well it's a word I only ever saw written down for ages right I, I used me to too. Like chagrin or something yeah. everyone was like well, uh, what's I, that and I,
0: I heard yeah. somebody say outlier instead of outlier the other uh, day I've clearly just see, seen it written down for
1: and me. that's fine when people have that uh, mm-hmm. just put them right and then and, but don't like shame them no and no and I, I really like it when people have these kind of and that's how language but I like outlier well. I
0: think a person yeah. that is an outlier in any kind of demographic study is a bit outlier yeah <laughs> that's good they have something outlier about that's lovely yeah um but uh yeah so um <laughs> So I, I, I think people like, you know, watching people suffer and fail and yeah. hurt if, well, the, and they don't like watching people have joy except on those little videos that you won't believe how it ends right. when you share them on Facebook right. and I think that's probably why people share those because yeah. it's a moment of joy yeah, it and, and has and to be Yeah, and animal pictures as
1: well, right? Animal pictures mm, as, as yeah. well. That's a, a moment people give themselves that they can oh, experience joy. I
0: actually have to rate my emotions on the Kristen Bell sloth scale. <laughs> Have you seen the Kristen Bell sloth video? I, I
1: think I've heard of it, but I haven't. I'm not. You should. She, set somebody it up. in the
0: audience, thumbs up
1: in. Yeah, no, um, so
0: okay, uh, she gets to meet sloths for her birthday, and she realizes just a few minutes before it's about to happen, what's going to happen because of the way people are behaving in her house, and she kind of deduces the only inevitable result is that sloths are coming to her birthday party. <laughs> she's an adult. She's an actor. Right, right, right. And she just loses it. She just completely loses it, laughing, crying at the same time, and can't just can't cope with with the sheer scale of joy she wow. feels um and uh sort of terrified excitement um uh, a friend posted a picture of their child going into the sea for the first time and it was the same image like i it, it's um it's a thing you get and if you can like acknowledge it or capture it or really feel it and be in the moment when you feel it it's amazing yeah. but terrifying it's like i mean it's how i feel about space like when i was on stand-up tragedy yeah, and I was yeah. talking about like I always say who here loves space who's a fan of space but when I was on Sand of tragedy I was like who's you know who here is like totally overawed and terrified at the vastness of space yes because it's a a really great university professor of mine uh, at NYU called it the ow wow effect so you sort of you feel, wow, the amazingness of how incredible the world is. Right. And then you you just can't handle it. You're, you're too... Insi- Your insignificance,
1: much. though, as well. That's that's the thing that flips it for me. Is it? Yeah, I'm like, wow, everything's so big and everything's possible. Oh, I'm so... Like, I'm so small and everything's too overwhelming and it's all going to, like, drown me in it and I won't exist anymore.
0: That's really interesting. I, I don't feel that. Wow. But now I'm trying to work out what I do feel. And I think... Um, Think I'm gonna, oh God, I think I'm going to come across really awfully now. I think I, I feel as big as the world and it's too much.
1: But, oh, wow. But you are as big as the world. That's true too, right? We're all like, yeah, we are exactly. made of stars like and just, all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's my favorite quote. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> that's the last line of the little video at this, um, at the National Museum of Scotland, which is just around the corner from here. And there's a thing that I do there. I do a little installation, um, called Outer Space Fan Club, which I invite people to join in with, um. I get some, um, some flying sausage sweets from uh, oh. the little old-fashioned sweet shop in Grassmarket. Would you like one? Yes, please. I they love are those. They are vegan, <laughs> if anyone is worried. Excellent. Would you like one? Um, and I sit there, <laughs> and it comes in a little pink bag, like an old-fashioned sweet shop bag, and I, I sort of come into the little show, sit in the front row, and there's two, like, pews, and it's two big curved screens. And it's only a three-minute-long thing, but it feels like space church. And I'm not religious at all. I am completely atheist. Um, I really like the wonderful nature of science and people and awesomeness and the loving things that people can do for each other as human beings. Yeah. And I don't believe in God. Right. And this feels like space church because when I sit there on the pew, I'm, like, you know, holding my flying saucer. So it's a bit like if if church were a movie. Right. But, like, it's kind of like... uh, communing with other people and having a nice moment where we all are into space at the same time but then i ramp it up a notch with a silly bit of sort of um i don't know like uh promenade theater you know where i clearly i come in and suddenly we're all like you know together with me and i kind of give out the flying saucers and people take the flying saucers and the last time i did it last week um a little boy um, gave me back some Swizzers because he wanted to swap sweets, and he asked his parents to get out his sweets so that he could give me one. And I looked on the bench, and his dad tapped me on the shoulder, and it was like this little tiny packet of Swizzers there. But we all just watched this movie, and it's on like every six minutes or something, and it's only three minutes long. And the last line is, you know, we are we are all star stuff, Carl Sagan. Yeah. It's, it's great because it's it's true. All all the bits of us are all the bits of everything, isn't that? Isn't yeah, that lovely?
1: and that's amazing. I mean, and it is that's. But this is the thing. I mean, I, I I'm really into. Um, the Niels Bohr quote, like, you know, um, it, the opposite of a truth uh, is, a, is a falsehood, but the opposite of a profound truth is a profound truth. So, mm. so for me, it's like, yes, we're everything, but we're nothing. You know, yeah. those two things are both yeah. true. You know, we are the, the most important thing and we're, we're, we're not. Being yeah,
0: nothing's <laughs> going to bite me on the ass one day and I'm going <laughs> to feel it really hard. Yeah,
1: but I mean, but at the same time, <laughs> I, the, the, I think that, that what I like about what you do is the joy. This is that it's so nice to see people feeling joy and excited. Have you ever done a geek show off?
0: I've done science show-off ah, and right. space show-off so you're and a museum show-off. show-off so you're in the show-off yeah, group so but... I haven't done geek show-off so, yet so but I, I might did... have to do wind turbines right so mm-hmm. I,
1: I did geek show-off what was your geeky um, thing? well mine was the Moomins right oh Moomins, of course which, uh, yeah I've already done a, in no, this I run of the show I Rosie's right, show yesterday exactly. with you that
0: was fantastic yeah I learned a lot I watched that um, that Christmas special oh, as well I thought it was it's brilliant it's
1: so amazing but but yeah I am like so into the Moomins and that was what was so nice it was so good to be in a room and it was like no my job here is to convert these people tell me this thing is like, I I, 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 if I need to leave this room with these people going, I'm gonna buy, buy the movements because that's that's will read the movements, not buy them, how find them however you wish. But you know, that was what I was, and it was so nice to have the, the excuse to, to do that. It's a shame we we're need to right? It? We're not given the permission to do that, but I do
0: it all the time and just drive people bonkers. Cool, though, I just, I just cool. infiltrate the museum. I have actually worked with the <laughs> one of the science curators there, um, and did some research there for another project about the orrery from 1913, which is beautiful. Um, but it has a, a slightly snippily written um, placard that talks about how Pluto wasn't a planet um, when the orrery was built. And now, quite haughtily, it sort of says, yeah. since 2006, it is accurate again. So <laughs> you can go and look at it yourself. It's a really beautiful orrery. Um, and one day I will finish my piece of work on how, how it got built. But um, I've done some research on it. And I did a short piece that's actually on the Museum of Scotland's website because it was the object of the month Wow. Um, on its 100th birthday. So, um, yeah, I'll send you a link. That's another link thing.
1: So, uh, I mean, are you... Is your background in science, then? Or is it just well, something no, that you um,
0: love? So, okay, my dad was a math teacher. My mum was a science teacher.
1: Right. And
0: I like drama, art, and music, and languages. And they were like, who the hell is this girl? <laughs> Seriously, where did we get her? Um, and then I, um, I studied drama... And then I taught drama for a bit, but then I did youth work, um, with LGBT youth groups and, um, I started doing a lot of sex education research and then I did my master's in sex education right. and, uh, attitudes toward menstruation. And because I did a comedy project about menstruation, that sort of brought me into a world of a lot of people who research reproductive health generally. Oh, right, okay. And I took a lot of sort of reading on that and I did a lot of research on that myself for my work. Um, and then I started teaching uh, sex ed, PSHE classes, right, okay. um, as well as having taught drama. I'm
1: very excited by the idea of you teaching those kind of classes because those kind of classes are so badly done so often that the idea of someone who's both enthusiastic and joy filled and accurate uh, doing well, it is great. Is,
0: that's awesome. This is the other half of the work that I do. I I do so I do outer space and science about like physics and stuff but I also do like inner space and science about bodies right so I look at um attitudes toward menstruation and reproductive health also I mean I think I probably one of the reasons I was able to do the job was I could say penis without laughing in a room full of children yeah um which is difficult because they're all like cackling away but they genuinely wanted to know lots of stuff so um I went from drama to drama education because it was I was so excited that it was a school subject here that I chose to study it here. Yeah, and then I guess get my that's yeah. Here. You
1: never. That's an it's important like thing a, to know, right? We like can an despair at our stuff, yeah, yeah, but it's, it's not unless it's, it's really we fantastic. have it, right? Yeah,
0: I mean, it's it's going a bit because of like horrible Gove and soft subjects Indeed. being removed and kicked them, which is yeah. horrific, um, and it doesn't look like it's going to be a lot better now. No. But um, yeah, I, that's one of the reasons why I really enjoyed working here and getting to do like education. Projects and advisory while doing the menstruation project research. That's called uh, period positive. I should yeah, people to follow a great, the hashtag. That's
1: another great hashtag
0: Um, it's great because uh, it's I don't mean periods are positive all the time No, but it's people should be as positive as they are negative in the discourse And that takes a lot of positivity because there's a lot of negativity yeah, out there right. around menstruation already So I'm going for period neutral because I know how math works
1: <laughs> that's yeah, yeah that's a very good point yeah counteract the all of the negative yeah. press right. so
0: but that was the adventures of menstruating show and that i'll probably take up here as well so hopefully two shows next year Ooh, that'll be scary that's exciting
1: so going from going open from spots, spots yeah, yeah, to right. two
0: shows well if i say it i have to do it so there'll at least be a record of that being my intention um and i should definitely also state for the record that my intention is to do a show probably a school show about renewable energy called Tilting It Turbines. Um, <laughs> all about my love of wind turbines.
1: Yeah, basically commit yourself to all of it in audio form. Yeah, it's And done. then you have to I do have it. To, yeah. Well, I've
0: already committed in a zine to doing a zine about Cagney and Lacey. Ooh, so now I it's a podcast as well. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, I will send you a copy <laughs> and we can do. swap and you can send me one of the Stand Up Tragedy ones.
1: Yeah, sure, I will. Awesome. <laughs> that's Yeah, that's great. I mean, so, yeah, like, um, so, yeah, you do design then and you do Mm. sort of stencil stuff so you don't just do the writing you do all all the whole shebang yeah so
0: um I do um illustration design like graphic design so I lay out the zines as well I do writing proofreading and editing so like I'm really it's hard to relinquish that um, in other spheres when I have to it up but I also I I realised that years of zine making gave me the competence to design stuff for other people and um The sex education forum asked me to design one of their e-magazines for teachers, but they were like, well, we would like you to, you know, since you do zines, we would like you to do it because you have the expertise, you can do the research and you can do the design so you will know where we're coming from. And I was like, okay, well, have you got the style guide? Because I started getting really obsessed with style guides because right. I just think they're great. I think everything should have a style guide. <laughs> um, mainly so that... Um, so so my friend Tim's in the audience and he's laughing at me right now silently because he knows me really well. I, I, I really like things to look well designed and that was probably the most fascistic, control-freaky thing I've ever said in public for the public record. But... But yeah, I'm glad I made him giggle. So you- I do think it would be nice if things had so bad. You don't have to follow <laughs> it. But like, you know, if like, if, 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 um, sunrises could always be an X pro 2 with a <laughs> bit of tilt shift. What? Wow. <laughs> Yeah. This is it's an Instagram itself. joke
1: so, yeah um, uh, I got the joke I just was a little bit thrown by the idea of like uh, the sun always being the same
0: oh uh, no that wouldn't be good I suppose sometimes yeah, really, thing, really it, it ought to be something different you know like I don't know like, Kelvin or something well that would be you'd like like, set the filters for each week
1: like I'm programming tweets at the moment you'll be doing the same thing with the sun
0: I program Eleven's (laughs) dance party and it changes every week so like it's whatever my mood is programming the sun would be be cool wow I went from being atheist to like wanting to be God hmm (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but the uh No, the, the, um, Eleven's Dance Party, I should, while I'm talking about stuff with people, because there's, like, an audience out there, hello, um, Eleven's Dance Party is a work-break-hip-shake for everyone that freelances, like, who does, you know, design or writing or any kind of freelance work, where if you would normally chat with colleagues and coworkers, but you don't have any, you can... Turn on Eleven's Dance Party, which is a Tumblr account, which is called Eleven's Dance Party, and take your Eleven's with a dance track and just like booty shake wherever you are.
1: See, that's another way of putting joy out into the world. That's good, because I, yeah, that sounds like something that would be really beneficial. Yeah, I might do. I like to dance, uh, especially if no one's watching. (laughs)
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, that's how you're supposed to dance. Right? Yeah, right. As if there's no one watching. I just, it's, it's, it's just the. You just orchestrate it so that there, there is. Yeah, more. yeah, yeah. That's the easiest. I way. like dancing out in public. You should. are you sure No, I like
1: doing it in public too. Do you? I, you I, should come I, up I have Sheffield. to get into the right zone. We'll all go to yeah.
0: Washington, and it will be wonderful. Sure. We will um, close the Washington. I will
1: dance all night. I will, and I'm, I'm not. Amazing. Yeah, that is definitely a thing I right. have done. Hang many at, times. Should we all go?
0: You guys should all go. <laughs> Do you like Sheffield? I love Sheffield. Yeah, you guys are quite close to Sheffield. Yeah, oh, that's why you were nodding fun. when I said the Washington. Oh, yeah. yeah. okay. Well, we can totally close down the washi one night. It's super <laughs> fun. You guys should all come over.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's so that's. A, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, we should tell about well, There's only of, four people. Yeah, there's,
1: there's, <laughs> <laughs> there's four members of the audience. It's um, totally fine.
0: We can fit them in my house. It's true.
1: And I know three of them. In fact, I know four of them. Um, <laughs> but one is a mutual known mm. person. Uh, but yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah that we know we sort of like ce- I was joking celebrity that. audience as well really in a way wow. well we got sort of uh, a really amazing storyteller, Tim Ralphs, in the in the room. We've got Leo and Liam who are up doing their f- sort of s- trying out your sketches at stand up tragedy, awesome. and uh, we have uh, Liz Bailey who is like giving me a look like do not even mention me, and she's Aww. the co producer of stand up tragedy at the moment. Yeah. So yeah.
0: Oh, that's awesome! It's super nice cause <laughs> I didn't like know you three. I only knew Tim, and I was really nervous that Tim was coming because I was afraid there would be a moment like. Like the moment where I said that I wanted the world to have manual, <laughs> which I, I feel a little bit guilty about. Actually, I think probably I should revisit that. He might have meant something different because now he's weeping. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's still managing to laugh like silently though. That's why yeah, right. I'm amazing. About. No one will
0: ever know his reaction. It's just me. I have an imaginary friend. Ooh. Oh, so I'm like, oh, I love this. Wait, let's listen.
1: Yeah, chella picked the alarm today. She heard yesterday's show.
0: Yeah, Rosie didn't get an exciting. And alarm you didn't, yeah. And you
1: didn't, You went, You're like, let's have, let's have a different sound. Yeah, that's thing.
0: like a lounge act yeah. kind of. Yeah, it is. I like it. It is.
1: You wanted a duck, but we didn't. I have, wanted a no duck. duck. I'm very
0: surprised there was no duck. Yeah, no. I mean, mine
1: yeah. has a duck. Yeah. I'm, well,
0: you could look into that, Dave. Yeah, i I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm,
1: <laughs> ducks, duck sounds <laughs> are my major. You, like you when I'm looking to buy and a phone, I'm like. Uh, this but, is yeah. so
0: sad. I never get to do this again because now you know me. You are better acquainted. Well, I have me. done.
1: I have done um, follow ups with really? people, and some Did... people are in line to do a follow up. Sometimes. Do you, what they... do you
0: call this? Get even better? Yeah.
1: Uh, well, I just call, yeah. I call them number two. But yeah, when I say it, I say e- even even okay. better acquainted. All right. Um, so I a few people, like particularly, like you know, like it's uh, my dad's ninety. It takes a while to get better acquainted with a 90 or just yeah. like section off bits of their life, you know, like this is what we're going to cover That's true. this time. Um, but yeah, the, the, so the reason that alarm's going off is it's letting me know that there's 10 minutes to go till the end of the show. Uh, and so at this point in the this show, I'm going to ask you uh, the, the question I ask all of my uh, guests, uh, which is, uh, do you have anything to plug?
0: Yes, I think I've um, woven all of the plugs in, but yeah, I'll just... Yeah, really seamlessly, um... <laughs> but
1: let's remind them anyway. I'll
0: just sum up. So, in our show today, you've heard me mention um, It's Not You, I Just Need Space Interplanetary Letters of Love and Rejection, which you can actually see me perform an extract of tomorrow at um, uh, the Canongate at Off the Top, which is a show about the science of improv.
1: Ooh. And
0: uh, it's brilliant, it's um, at 12:10. And you can see me there only tomorrow, because that's the only open spot I have So that's left. the
1: 19th of August. Mm, mm,
0: no, Is today's, the, no, 19th today's August. the 19th of August. No, today's the 19th of August. the 20th of August. Tomorrow. Yes. Um, and then uh, the whole show we performed in Sheffield on the 28th of October. And at that show, you can join the Outer Space Fan Club. Um, and you can get, you know, and that comes with all the merch, you know, like fanzine, badge, sticker, um, and all the flying saucers you can eat.
1: Wow. Um,
0: if you'd like to come with me to... Um, <laughs> to be in the outer space fan club now you can come with me to the uh, national museum of scotland or do it yourself just get some sweets from the old-fashioned sweet shop in Grassmarket. market make sure they're flying saucers you know for space yeah um hand them out and <laughs> enjoy the little space movie um it's fun if you see me doing it that's what's happening you can join in the show um <laughs> and um it's just visit that museum in general it's nice um also 11's dance party very important work for uh, every day at eleven a.m. except for the days when I forget. But usually I do it. I queue them up in advance, um, and uh, oh, follow uh, the hashtags on Twitter. Um, I just need space, outer space fan club, and period positive. If you want to know more about the adventures of menstruating project, excellent. And and look at wind turbines because they're so pretty. <laughs>
1: i love i mean that's it's, it's so interesting that you find them so pretty I, I actually do find them pretty too but the big the negative to the the mm. to, you know the the wind 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 power negative yeah. hashtag would be that they're they're ugly that's what people say right
0: i don't think they're ugly no. at all no no no, no. they're beautiful
1: yeah well that's because you know that's the thing every anytime anyone calls anything ugly i'm suspicious having been called ugly in my life i'm <laughs> oh. quite glad uh that the 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 that things I think are, lo- are lovely p- other people think are ugly so yeah just, I, can, oh, I can get down with that out, I'll, I'll, I'll join you on the, yeah. the
0: Hugh Grant train of uh... <laughs> yeah I went really Hugh <laughs> Grant you went you practically I was waiting for you to take off your glasses and chew on the end. yeah yeah I mean <laughs> uh, yeah. I have to tell you something really I don't poor, think he's, he's been told he's
1: ugly very much no I really I really it. liked doing forwardings
0: <laughs> in a funeral when I was like I don't know how old I was like 18 or so so like um, I, I knew all British people weren't like him, but I found his character quite charming. Until yeah. I actually met someone at university who was trying on that character as a personality to see if he could pick up women. It didn't work. Yeah, you can't put that on. you no. not wear Hugh Grant like a suit. Well that, uh, That's a good thing to be remembering, everybody. You can't.
1: You can't. And I, nor, nor would I. I don't think I would ever want to. Uh, so yes. This is a, a nice, that's oh, yeah. A, yeah, that's a really nice line though. It's always nice <laughs> to have a really kind of very strange line. If I took it out of context, it would be so weird. Uh, but um, it's absolutely fine within context. Wonderful. So yeah, the, and the last thing I ask my guests to do uh, is to say goodbye to the audience. And today we've got two audiences, so you can decide how to, how to handle that. that, oh, well, that I'll use my,
0: my human present here in front of me, goodbye voice first. Goodbye, thank you for coming, it was really nice. Oh, they're waving silently. Oh, that's so <laughs> lovely. Oh, you should say goodbye back. I'm from yeah. Brooklyn. I need... Goodbye. 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 <laughs> oh. And then, okay, I'll say goodbye to the people in podcast land. Goodbye. That's like a high voice. I always do, bye. Yeah. Bye. Which, which one do you always, happy with? I don't know. My, my mom always does like like six goodbyes before we hang up the phone. So I just feel like I should keep saying bye. And imagine they're saying Bye. Bye. Bye.